Hello and welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. As always, my co-host and partner, Mr. Tate Matthews. Tate, welcome. Glad to be here. So Another fun week of sports to talk about. Week seven. Week seven. So week seven cleared it up a little bit in terms of who's going to win the region championship. Not totally cleared it up, but in a lot of cases it did. Yes. And who's going to make the playoffs. Yep. Um, what is it, separation Saturday or whatever? Yes. we got to come up with something. Well, something was, for Friday. Yes. It was separation Friday. <laughs> Which um, doesn't have the same ring. The picture's a lot clearer. A lot clearer. And, uh, some picture's not so clear. But it, it, was, it was good. It was, you know, as always, to quote the Wolfman, it did not disappoint. Did not disappoint. All right, let's talk about some other fall sports before we get started with football. In golf. Region Championship. Congratulations to the Franklin boys and Franklin girls for winning the Region Championship. Both teams advance to the state tournament. Uh, the Franklin girls, they only take one team. Franklin and girls finish first, Ravenwood second, Independence third. On the boys' side, Franklin first, Brentwood second, Ravenwood third. There was a controversial uh, disqualification that moved Ravenwood out of first which is unfortunate, but the rules of golf, Tate, if you've watched or been around golf much, they can be um, pretty unforgiving, so to speak. Yes. Yeah, you hate to see that. Um, so that, that it would have been Ravenwood and Franklin had that not happened? It would have been Ravenwood because only one team makes it. Oh, only one team on the boys' side as well? That's right. Oh, gotcha. Oh, wow. So there's a, there was a disqualification in terms of – a wrong ball was supposedly played because it took too long to find that particular ball. And because of that, which that happened, I think, on the fifth hole uh, with that particular group, that player was, was actually DQ'd. And because of that, they had to go to the next score, wow. which was a much higher score, and that moved uh, Franklin up. And I know Coach Whipple at Franklin, he hates it. Obviously, uh, Coach Craig hates it. Uh, it's just one of those things that, that's unfortunate. Well, um, you it can be a life learning experience, right? Sometimes this happens in adulthood, so no doubt. Hate to see it, but um, good luck to Franklin and, and Coach Whipple. Hey, both. I, I don't know. You might know. When's the last time both boys and girls team from Franklin went to the state to represent us for state tournament? I, I mean, Coach Whipple, baseball guy, but you know, you know, we believe in. It, it's not just coincidence. He's done a great job as yeah, a golf coach. He definitely has, and obviously Coach Craig too. There. Yes. It was funny talking to Coach Craig. You know what a great competitor he is. Yes. He said, "Look, I'm going to watch my son play baseball. I was asked to do this golf thing. I thought I'd probably kind of just chill out and right. relax. And obviously, he's not doing that, which is good for him. No. And good for those kids at Ravenwood too. Well, the the previous host of this show and I used to call Teddy Craig Mr. May. Yes. And when we heard news of him winning the district regular season tournament, we're going to start calling. Teddy, Mr. September. No doubt about it. All right, individuals also qualify, at least three do. So the Brent, in Bull, on the boys' side, Brentwood sophomore Nolan Griggs won with a 70. He was followed by Jack Morris of Franklin. He was already qualified because his team did with a 71. And then Michael Hack of Ravenwood, a 72. On the girls' side, the tournament was won by a freshman from Franklin, Sophia Dipolo. We hope we're saying that right. Very impressive. Right, Sophia. Freshman. Seven. Yes. Wow. Shot a 72. Your girl, Shelly Yang of Ravenwood. And Taylor, we hope she's not related to <laughs> Dr. Qualls of Independence, finished third. Taylor, my game does not resemble Dr. <laughs> Qualls. Although he's a good golfer. And uh, so he says. He's, he's good. 
He's good. Soccer. Franklin Independence played to a 1-1 tie. I talked to Coach Burgoyne this morning just to make sure I knew. A goal differential determines tiebreaker. So Franklin Independence tied for third in the league. Brentwood first, Ravenwood second. Franklin Indy tie. They tie one all, and then they also tied in the standings. So it goes goal differential. What's so unfortunate about that for Franklin is I think being lined up with Brentwood is going to be Mm -hmm. uh, even more difficult. Than, not that Ravenwood's not a good team. They are. But you right. want to be in that 2-3 game. So Franklin will have their hands full if they can make it to the semi and play Brentwood. Uh, volleyball, Brentwood, no surprise, goes undefeated in district play after sweeping Franklin. Nolensville, they started their district tournament this past Saturday. They moved on to the semifinals with a 3-0 sweep of Cannon County. Real quickly, cross country, Franklin boys finished fourth, the girls 13th in the Jesse Owens Classic. Independence boys in that same event finished sixth. Independence girls fourth. So there's a rundown of the other fall sports. Now let's talk about football. Big Friday night. I couldn't even decide which game to talk about first. So I just kind of mixed it up. There's so many great so games. So many big ones. Uh, Page Summit's where we're going to start. Big game. Page 24 Summit 14. <clears throat> it puts Page in the driver's seat for the Region 5-5A championship. Bubba Johnson, 25 carries, 143 yards, and a touchdown. Great night for Bubba. Great night, and that's what they needed him to do. You know, they needed to be able to control the ball a little bit. And, and then the way Summit played as well, you know, this is pretty cool. I looked at these stats. That, game, that game's a little bit – that score's a little bit misleading. That it game is. was – okay, Page clearly won it, but it wasn't a 10-point differential. Listen to this. Total plays. You ready? I'm ready. Total plays. Summit, 278. Page 277. Total yards. No, total total yards. Right, 270 yards, 278 yards to 277. Total number of plays, 49 summit, 54 page. Wow. Yards per play, 5.7 summit, 5.1 page. Time of possession, 21-47 for summit, 25-48 for page. Tight, tight ball game. You had, uh, you had Bubba, as you mentioned, with the 143 yards and then – uh, Keaton Wade playing the Wildcat from the quarterback position, 179 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Wow. I think the game was a little bit different than what people thought it was going to be going into it. Obviously, with Keaton out, I mean, with uh, Destin out, it changed it. But, but Bubba Johnson, what a workhorse he's been all year long and a big game for him. Well, and I know uh, I was reading comments. Coach Rathbone challenged that offensive line early in the week. And he had – we've seen this a couple times with Paige, by the way. On that drive that put them up 21-14 – I don't know if you saw this. 11 plays, 78 yards, six minutes. Now, I guarantee you a big old smile on Coach Rathbone's face. Oh, without a doubt. That's well, big. maybe not a big smile because he might not. Right, probably big. Or at big least for him. Two. Yeah, big for him. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, we see it every week. It doesn't matter if it's Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. You do an 11-play drive. That's big, man, and, and, and again, you're keeping, you're keeping Summit's playmakers off the field. So that's a big win. You talk about they're sitting in first place. They now have a win over Page and Shelbyville. I mean, over Summit and Shelbyville. Um, that's big. And I think, um, I think Summit, you know, uh, they can take a lot of, even though it was a loss, uh, they played really, really well defensively. Um, I think when they're back to full speed, I think there's a good chance we'll see these two again. But uh, big win for Paige. Happy for Coach Rathbone. Brentwood 24, Independent 7. Brentwood now uh, in complete control of Region 6-6A. Uh, it was 7-all early in the second quarter. 
Brentwood scores the final 17 to win. No surprise, we're again, and I say this every week, Cade Granzow, 20 for 30, 206 yards, two touchdown passes, no interceptions. Also, he led the team, not only had a bunch of rushing yards, he led the team in rushing. Right. 16 carries, 77 yards, and I saw this on Twitter, did that? Toss he made to Merrill. That make ESPN like top ten. <laughs> Should have. Are they just trying to get it on there? Did you see this play? Oh yeah, the we underhand just, toss. I mean, did you read his quote? And one, did you notice how far it was? When when I read, I read about it in the paper before I saw it. I thought it was like a five yard. No, no, he slung it. <laughs> it was like it went like 15, 20 yards. Yeah, it was a bullet. Uh, it looked like a softball pitch. And you know, Coach Crawford didn't draw that up. He's like, no. hey, listen, let's not take any extra chances here, no. Gate. No. He loves Granzow, though. Oh, how can you not? Yeah, he loves him. He loves mean, his, he's got toughness about him. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like we talked about last week, I, you know, when, when it's short yardage and they spread them out and put them in the gun, that – What do you do? I don't, I don't know, man. It, it, that's tough. You're going to have to you're going to have to win some one-on-ones up front. But no, he's playing. And the, and the thing you you mentioned that the more impressive than all of it is the zero interceptions every week. You know, and so 77 yards on 16 carry. I mean, he's involved in dang near every play. He is. You know, in a, in a, and not that they're known for their prolific offense. Not that their offense isn't great. They may have the toughest offense to defend. Because of Granzel. Without a doubt. Because no. they can take a look when he gets up to the line and say, okay, what are they giving us, right? Yes. Yeah. And in the, in the defense, I thought was even more impressive than on the offensive side because Independence has been putting up huge numbers. Held them to seven points, uh, none in the second half, and, and they're a little banged up. They've This uh, – is Brentwood open this week? I think they are. Yes. They, yeah, boy. They moved that game. Franklin and Brentwood decided to move that game. Somehow they worked that out yeah, scheduling. That couldn't come at a better time because they are banged up defensively. All that to be said and to hold Independence and Ethan Cash and, and Campbell and Bishop and the crew to seven points, yeah. the defense played lights out. On the Independence side, Cash with another big night, 18 for 29, 196 yards and a touchdown. Chase Bishop, seven receptions, 76 yards. Jackson Campbell, five receptions, 64 yards. Again, names we mention every week. Yeah, Bishop got the touchdown. I saw that one on the um, uh, Fox News Sports Frenzy on Friday night. I love watching that, but uh, really good catch by him. He had to go up in the air in the back of the end zone, brought it back down. So uh, he was the recipient of the one touchdown pass by Cash. Um, and that was it after that. So That game with Independence Ravenwood. To end Huge. the C, that's a big game. Well, you're going to the, the loser. Second, right? That's right. The loser's going on the road, right? right. First round. Now, I think uh, that. But if you're three, you'll end up with Brentwood, right? The the net, yes. That's if, not you, if you if you win, right? So, but could pay off in the in the first round, but maybe not the second, that's right? That's right. I don't know that any of it. The, the, once we get to round two, it's it's, you know. Actually, it's, that it's, would be. Let's let's back up. It would be bad both ways. You're not only on the road; you're also potentially going to have to go to Brentwood. To the number, but maybe, one. but maybe you prefer that over Ravenwood. I don't know. I don't think either one of them are going to be fun no. to see <laughs> in the playoffs. I don't either. All right, Fairview, another big region game. Write it down, book it, whatever you got to do. Fairview now will win their fourth straight region championship. Uh, that game really probably not as close. We thought it might be a little closer, right? Thir did we? You might have. I didn't. 38-12, Logan Nardozzi. <laughs> if you remember my comments at game day. 
<laughs> and then I got a geography lecture. <laughs> Logan Nardozzi, 138 yards, 16 carries and a touchdown. He now has gone over the 1,000-yard mark for rushing on the season. Pretty impressive. In seven games. And he hadn't played a full four quarters in all seven games. And he also scored his 10th touchdown. Unbelievable. Big. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a player, man. He is. All right, moving right along. Nolansville, 13, Tullahoma, 7. Now they're the only – Nolansville, the Knights, that is – the only undefeated team in Williamson County, 6-0 and on the year. 6-0 and on the year. Don't want to take anything for granted. This was a game uh, that we thought was going to be one of their tougher ones. It was. I think they go into week 11 against Marshall County for their 10th game undefeated. So you think they'll beat Franklin at Franklin? I forgot about that. Dang. Uh, maybe. I think they could. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So they're definitely going to be going into that region play undefeated with, uh, with Marshall County. How huge is that game going to be? But, yeah, they're going to go into the Franklin game undefeated. If they can beat them, they've got a chance to go 10-0. Unbelievable. Would be something? It'd be, it'd be something with, with – I mean, you know, they've only had one senior class. Right. I mean. It's incredible. It's incredible. Tim Kutras, two interceptions, including one late in the game to seal the win. Also forced a fumble. And on offense, three receptions, 51 yards. That guy gets it done every week. He gets too. it done every week. It's uh, Talked to Coach Derek about it on Saturday. You know, you can't coach that. That guy's just got a knack. And, and you know, that the thing that's most amazing about it is, is they're game planning around it. Like, hey, we got to know where he is. And he still gets two interceptions. It's has a force family. It's, it's impressive. Gillardy played well again. Parker Price stepped up big. You're starting to notice new names, right? That means we're getting better. We're building depth. Seven receptions, 122 yards. They're playing well, man. Here's a gem for you, Tate. A gem? Here's a gem right here. Nolensville's defense. They've only given up 34 points. That's 5.6 points per game. That's not many. Not many. You can win football games that way. <laughs> yeah. uh, two shutouts on the season. Yep. They've only given up 14 points, seven against Tullahoma, seven against uh, who was the other one? I can't remember. Don't remember. Maybe Lawrence County. In the last four games, they've given up a total of 14 points. Incredible. Yep. Next game. This was our WCTV game of the week. We had game day there. Let me tell you, the Centennial students did not disappoint. And I'm going to say this. Ravenwood may have had more visiting fans for game day at Brentwood. But that Franklin crowd, they were the there. Rebellion, they were there and rowdy. They were there and rowdy and uh, early. Early. Uh, and, and, and Centennial now. We've done game day at Centennial. I think that was the third time we've done it. We've been everywhere. Uh, best energy, not just saying this. Yeah, they were into it. Because, I, I, you know, I just wouldn't say it, right? Best energy level, best participation they've ever had. It was loud, especially once the actual show started. It was loud. They were rowdy. Tyrell Dotson was there. Oh, that was great. I don't know that, you know, outside we've had NFL players that year at Franklin. We had all the wide receivers. But we've never had an NFL star from Williamson County Schools be there. Yeah. It was cool. Great, great, great job by Cougar Nation, CU, whatever they call themselves. No, it was great. Uh, obviously, it was a double overtime thriller. Uh, you know, a little controversy late in the game. Uh, it's 28-21. Frank or uh, Centennial's punting. They punt the ball. Hits the Franklin player. Centennial recovers. 
Coach Webb calls the officials over for apparently a rules interpretation on how far that had to be. Uh, he was convincing in his argument. Franklin takes the ball over. Uh, it, maybe it doesn't matter ultimately in terms of the score because Centennial uh, at the time was probably worried about the clock, not knowing they were going to score on a touchdown to end the game. Yeah. Last, basically the last play of regulation. I guess they had to kick off. There was four seconds left. Marcel hits Townsend in the back of the end zone um, to tie it up. And then, of course, we go to overtime, a couple overtimes, uh, and then Centennial going for two. What do you think about that call? It's 42-41. You're playing at home, uh, and then they go for two, going for the I, – I loved it as a spectator, uh, but in terms of strategically, you know, what's, what's the thought process, you think, there in terms of going for two? Well, you know, I wasn't there, but I, I would think that – just from looking at it, you know, Franklin had 330, 330 rushing yards. 519 total yards. 519. It was They had over 200-plus um, yards more than Centennial. So uh, my thought is probably they thought we can't stop them. Yeah. The, the more this goes on, uh, they, they're just boom, 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 and getting it in. And I think they knew we need to, we need to get out of this thing with a win if we can because th third, fourth overtime is not going to bode well for us. That would be my guess. Guy Lipscomb uh, for the – I mean, just Mr. Franklin Rebel this year. 20 carries, 273 yards and a touchdown, four receptions for 43 yards, four tackles and an interception on defense. And, by the way, he was part of our WCTV Play of the Week. 35-yard line, first and 10 for the Rebs. Again, this give to oh, Lipscomb. Man. He's a free, and he will take off nobody in front. Trying to get through, get and he will weave his way, does Guy Lipscomb, for 65 yards. Well, it's just your average handoff right there. And Guy Lipscomb sees a little daylight. Great block right there just to spring him. And it's all number two after this. I think he realizes, hey, I can't outrun that. He's got the angle on me, cuts it back. Repass number three, tries to cause a diversion. Just enough for Guy Lipscomb, 65 Just. yards later, touchdown. I mean, one, great job by the offensive line blocking, giving him a hole. That's what you ask for when you have a player like him. All we want to do, hey, offensive line, all we want to do is get him to the second level. And then once he gets to the second level, he'll be an athlete. It's up to him to be an athlete and make a play, and that's exactly what he did. I tell you think something I thought was pretty cool. Did you see who the second person in the end zone to greet him was? I did not see Joshua that. Nichols. Oh, cool. Quarterback. Well, <laughs> now, he had some weaving to do, but that means he was on it getting down there. And so that's cool to see those two. Those two have really been leaders this year with the way they've gone and gone back and forth. And uh, I thought that was awesome. But that kid, that was a heck of a football player. And I give, mean, a football player. Give Nichols credit. And I didn't talk to Josh about this, but naturally he had to be a little bummed. Sure. Being moved from the quarterback position, but he was ready. Now that he's had his chance, he stepped up. I mean, this particular game, 15 for 17, 178 yards with a touchdown, no interceptions, 10 rushes for 37 yards and two touchdowns. And like Coach Webb said last week, the thing that Josh does, he gets them in the right play. Right. And that's a big deal, obviously, offensively. 
Well, and, 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 you know, one of the things that he needed to work on, obviously he's got an arm. He can run. He had two rushing touchdowns. How about this? You're talking about Rathbone being pleased with the offensive line. Well, we all know Coach Webb loves the running game. Two rushing touchdowns for Nichols, two rushing touchdowns for John Kirkpatrick, one rushing touchdown for Lipscomb. But anyways, uh, that was one of the things that, that Nichols needed to work on in this quarterback game was the, was the interceptions, decision-making. Made great decisions all night long. By the way, John Kirkpatrick, two rushing touchdowns, nine tackles on defense. He, he was a war daddy Friday night. He's got that look, too. Yeah. Got the hair, Tough dude. Got the hair flowing out of the helmet. That's right. It's like uh, – one of the Remember the Titans guys or something. You know that movie. Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Alexander Steele, a name you, we're, we're used to hearing. Uh, He's Desmond got Smith. some size, by the way. He's a dude. He looked like Jerome. Do you, yes. Did you think Jerome the bus Bettis when you saw him rolling down the sideline? He's line? a taller, longer bus, but Six he's Six foot three, 235 pounds. Unbelievable. Three touchdowns. And he, uh, what, 17 carries, 93 yards. A pretty impressive stats there. Marcel, we talk about him a lot too, 15 for 23. 186 yards. Townsville, four receptions, 68 yards, two touchdowns. Centennial blocked two field goals, too, by the way. That's right. Burr's a great, a great kicker for Franklin. Great kicker. Uh, but they blocked two of those. Yeah, he, he, th that was uh, one of the things I was going to mention. Uh, what was the final? 42-41? 42-41. Zero field goals. Zero field goals in the whole game. Unbelievable. That surprised me. Moving on, and we won't have to talk about this very long. No. Dixon County. Uh, you know, you talked about covering the spread of 43 in the first half, which I thought was crazy. <laughs> it was 64 nothing at the half. Ah, I mean. Garcia, three touchdown passes. You know, my thought is this. Ravenwood, not that they've underachieved because they haven't. No. They definitely haven't. But you talk about with the talent they have, I'm telling you, I think they're on a mission now. I, I do. Uh, yeah, oh, there's no question. And – you know, there can be teams, I firmly believe it, that need a loss before the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I, I think, who am I to say that, but I, I really do. I thought it at the time, that Brentwood loss is the best thing that could have happened to them. You and know? if they match back up, not that Brentwood will think, think like this, but it would be pretty – you'd have to have a pretty special year if you thought you could beat Ravenwood twice. Without a doubt. If they play again, it'll be hard to pick against Ravenwood, honestly. I don't see any way that they can't play again. I mean, they are. And I hope they do. 60, think about that, 64 points. I mean, that, that's, in, you know, that's what, the running clock doesn't start until third quarter, which, you know, have you ever been to a game? I really struggle with that one. You know, you don't want to embarrass kids, right? Or hopefully you don't. No, you don't, not if you've got any sense. But if it, those games go so quickly yeah. once that running clock starts, so the young guys don't get to get in, you know? And, and, and so – I don't know, man, but can you imagine if there hadn't have been a running clock? Wow. <laughs> it, it was basically a JV game the second half. Yeah, but, but, but even then, they don't get much no. because it's, it's, it's a, you know. Especially running the ball. If you're, it, that's right. That's right. But, yeah, they're um, obviously they're back to playing good football again. No doubt about it. All right, let's talk about this week's games. We've got several teams with buys this week. Brentwood, as we mentioned, Franklin Independence. First game, Page, 5-1, and one, traveling to Centennial. You know, I think this has a chance to be in a little bit of an emotional letdown for both teams. I think good. Page, because this really means nothing to them in terms of region play. You know, the, I think everybody was kind of gearing towards that summit game. And then you've got Centennial, let's face it, they're probably 
out of the playoff picture. I mean, I guess if Franklin lost to Dixon and then Centennial beat Brentwood, both of those things aren't likely to happen. Uh, no. So, so well, you're playing at, for pride now, and, and, and Centennial on page, not really rivals, but kind of close, you right. know. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know, just a lot going on. Such a heartbreaking loss last week. So, yeah, I would, I would think that there's a chance for them to have a hard time getting up. But I also think Pays just had a huge, you know, this was a, a huge, huge game for them. So, it's, it's, it shouldn't be. I've never understood that. If you're a senior, you're only guaranteed 10 right. games. Um, Maybe now, a little easier in football because of that, because there's fewer games. Right. I would, I mean, you got a chance to, man, I only got three more left. That's right. You know, um, so, I, I, yeah, I, I think Paige is – Paige knows they've got something really special to play for this year. I don't think they have a hard time getting up. Centennial, uh, they'll show up, but, you know, the, the player is going to have to take care of that in the locker room. Maybe a chance, not that he totally does this because, you know, they're younger and not as big and strong, but got a feeling we're going to see Coach Kreisky start working in some of those younger guys too. He has a great freshman group. He does, and he's got a good sophomore group he, too. He does, and the eighth graders coming up. So Freedom I, just keeps on, and yeah. they win big every year. No doubt. All right, let's move on. Fairview, 5-2, and 3-0 uh, and oh in the league. At Harpeth, 1-6, and 0-3 in the league. Harpeth's only win was a week one win at Joe Burns. Um, seems like Fairview might be a team kind of like Page. I feel like both of these teams kind of have a second win right now. Yes, I think you're right. And um, the, the main thing for this game is – they don't have – it's a way, but they don't have very far to go. You can get to Kingston Springs and back <laughs> really quick from Fairview. Nolensville 6-0 versus Glencliff. Uh, it's a Thursday night game. We've got a few that are Thursday night games. You know, Glencliff, they were talking about, I guess, because of numbers, potentially shutting the season down last week. It got reversed, and then they lost to a pretty mediocre Hillwood team, 35-0. Uh, it's not looking good for the Colts, that particular game, at Nolensville. No. I'm, you know, no, not trying to be mean. This thing could look like that Ravenwood-Dixon County thing in the first half. Ravenwood, this is hey, a good game. we know this. Samson Johnson will be back on the <laughs> yeah. touchdown street. Yes, he will. Ravenwood, 5-1 and one at CPA, 2-5. and five. Obviously a pretty darn good CPA team. They've played a really tough schedule. Uh, I think, it, it, you correct me if I'm wrong, maybe it's sort of a contrast here. Maybe CPA wants to control clock a little more offensively. Ravenwood wants to get up and down, run and gun a little bit. It'll be interesting to see who wins out there in terms of philosophy. Yeah, I would CPA's um, record. Uh, you know, somebody said this week they got to be the best two and five team in the state. I agree with that 100. That was our man, Tommy K. Tommy K. Craiger. He was there at the game. Um, you're exactly right. The the only did he get a dime dropped on him? <laughs> no, there were no dimes dropped on Friday night. Okay, there was a bunch of. Aunt Jemima's Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth on top of pancakes. Um, the only chance CPA has is to control the ball. Final game, Summit, 6-1 and one versus Franklin County, 3-3. Three and three. Summit, 1-1 one and one in, the, in the region, Franklin County, 0-2. Oh uh, you know, Frank, if, if, if Summit doesn't watch, maybe this could be a little closer than expected. I still think Summit obviously comes out on top. Uh, but Franklin County played Columbia a little closer maybe than people thought last week. 26-20 in that particular game. I'd expect to see Keaton Wade again at quarterback this week. Probably see Destin again uh, when it comes to that Shelbyville game the following week. I think you got to think that, hey, uh, we can win this game without him. 
Shelbyville, we're going to need to be full bullets, and I think that's the way they go. And I don't even know if they go with Keaton at quarterback. They might go back, put someone else at quarterback, have Keaton at running back. But, um, yeah, uh, this is a game that they ought to be able to win without Destin. Now, teacher versus student. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Coach McCurry was uh, very influential in Coach Coleman's offensive and, and philosophy. So, who knows, man? I, I think Summit should be able to take care of this. What's that saying? The student becomes the master? That's right. That's what's going to get ready to happen. Well, it's already happened. It happened last year, <laughs> two years ago. All right, let's talk Pickums, our favorite part of the show. So let's talk about last week. So I was four and two. I'm now thirty-nine and ten. Tate, you were five and one, and we're tied. All right. Now, that's the good news for you. The bad news is the fans were six and zero. Oh. They are now two games ahead of both of us. 41 and 8 on the year. Keep voting, by the way, and the fans are voting even more and more every week. Yeah, it's great. WCSCO Athletics on Twitter. Dr. Qualls was 3 and 3. He's now two games behind. He's out. <laughs> Unless something really dramatic happens. It's going to be tough. He's out. All right, here we go. Let's go right through our list. You pick first Page versus Centennial. Man, I hate to do this because I think that um, Centennial's right there, man. You know? Um, no, we're going to have to pick different, so maybe this is the game you got to yeah, pick Yeah, I think Centennial's right there, but I just um, I just don't think they can beat Page. Page playing really well. Uh, great balance on offense, and I'm going with the Page Patriots. All right, Tate, I am going Page also. I was thinking maybe you would pick Centennial. Maybe you will go back and pick Centennial if we pick all the games the same. So we both have Page there. All right, we're getting a little rocky here. Our next game is Fairview at Harpeth. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is how Hughes, Coach Hughes, is driving home from Kingston. In the Tennessee River over there a little bit, Cumberland. <laughs> Full throttle, baby. Boat Race City. Tate, this is a family show. No corn cob pipes on the set. I will also. Popeye had a corn cob set. <laughs> I, will, I will also take Fairview in this game. You might be able to leave Boat it on. Boat Race? Yes. Okay. You can leave it on for the next game, I believe. Nolensville yes. versus Glencliff. Paul Derrick, he's on his 40-foot Donzie, Boat Race City. <laughs> so we both have Nolensville. All right, here's, maybe we'll be different here. We've got to pick at least one different, right? I'll pick first. Ravenwood at CPA, I'm going Raptors. Well, you know that one tugs in my heartstrings a little bit, but I'm going with the Raptors as well. Too much, too much. Not Boat Race City, though. Not even Sunglass City. No. This is like this Top Gun, uh, Viper, Maverick. <laughs> Our final game, <laughs> Summit versus Summit versus Franklin County. You gonna put that hat back on? I'm going Summit, obviously. I don't think it's Boat Race City. <laughs> Maybe teetering on the edge of Popcorn City. Right. But uh, the Summit Spartans, Eric Coleman, Tate. Something tells me Dr. Qualls is going to pick the exact same. Uh, I think he'll And pick. the fans. He's, he's going to pick one different maybe. Just to, He's got to try to catch up. Do you now. want to try this on? No. You don't? I don't. Tate, as always, it's great to have you here. Can't wait till next week. We'll go see. to a game. Make sure you go to a game. We'll see you next time on Sports Connection. <laughs>